and welcome to the Pole Performance Podcast, where we bridge the gap between pole dancing, exercise and sports science, with a little bit of injury rehab thrown in as well. My name is Dr. Emily Rausch. I'm a certified chiropractic sports physician who specializes in helping pole dancers learn how to not fuck up their bodies pole dancing and unfuck them when they do. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode. Wanted to expand upon something that I talked about in my Instagram stories the other day, which is deliberate practice and how it is having me rethink my approach to practice and training myself. And yeah, I just think it's like a really interesting concept. So want to chat about it a little bit more. First, wanted to remind you that the wait list for how to not fuck up your hips pole dancing is open until August 10th. It's the fourth when this will go live. So you have six days from when this goes live. Hopefully you're listening to it before the 10th. Um, a couple of different reasons why you should put yourself on the wait list, even if you're like kind of on the fence about whether or not you want to do the course. One, you'll have access to the best price of the course. So waitlist people will get the the cheapest price and then it will increase the closer we get to the course actually starting in September, September 18th actually. And then two, I'm only offering 15 spaces to get personalized feedback for me this round of the six week course. So if you want personalized feedback, you're going to want to be on the waitlist so you can snag one of those 15 spots, which are the accountability group people. The information will be in the show notes of today's episode. So, um, at least put your name on the list if you're like kind of interested in it so that you have access to to both of those things. Okay, let's get into today's topic. So this came from the book Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance by Angela Duckworth. Um, I read the chapter on practice. I like had just finished it when I made the Instagram stories and I actually got some really interesting messages around it, which is what inspired me to talk about it a little bit more. There's a concept that is Um, discussed in the book that's called deliberate practice and it is a way of practicing where you're not going into it necessarily trying to enjoy practicing and I say that with like a little bit of hesitation because you still can find deliberate practice enjoyable but that's not really the purpose of it the purpose of deliberate practice is having specific goals based on one narrow aspect of your overall performance that is a weakness that you want to like be very deliberate about trying to improve. You are going to want to get feedback throughout this practice time, whether that's from like a coach or an instructor or someone, you'll have to be very clear if you're working with someone else or by video, which is how I plan on and how I intend on using this style of practicing moving forward is you're going to focus more with with the feedback that you give yourself or someone gives you focus more on what you're doing wrong versus what you're doing right and I feel like a lot of times we focus more on what what we're doing right because it's like a little bit of ego right like we want to feel good we want to we want to do good we want to be like uplifted with things which I don't think there's anything wrong with I just want to like throw that out there but if we're looking for skill improvement um Focusing only on what we're doing right is not how we get better. We get better on focusing on what we're doing wrong and what we can improve on. And it takes more like mental focus. Um, It's going to be more physically demanding because you're going to be doing like repetitions with things um, and really, really trying to focus on improving the aspects of the skill that are not as good as they, they could be. And I am really wanting to focus on this more with my own personal training because one of the things that I've noticed in the pole world 
kind of for better or for worse, I'm going to say a little bit, it is for worse, I'm not going to lie, is there's not a lot of feedback given, at least in my experience, on like, you're not doing this the the way that you should be and you need to spend some time working on it. I know there's a lot of studios where like any sort of like negative feedback, any sort of negative anything is like explicitly not allowed and finding that balance of like obviously you don't you don't want your pole training, your hobby necessarily to be somewhere where you go in and you feel like you're getting beat up by your instructor, beat up by yourself. Like you want it to to still be enjoyable but if your goal is to get better at something you can't get better if you're not focusing on what you're doing wrong and making that better and putting effort into it which means that someone whether it's yourself or your instructor needs to be able to to give you that feedback of like this aspect of this part of your training is not going well and if you want it to get better you need to work on it um i've had a a few conversations with pole instructors where they're like i feel like i'm like my hands are kind of tied behind my back because the studio policy is i can't say anything negative about anything ever I like it always needs to be this like uplifting positive experience but then there's people in the class that are wanting to get better and they need to be told things that they're not doing right so maybe maybe people's feelings will be hurt if they're not looking for that type of feedback but I feel like not allowing anyone to get that feedback ever is like kind of doing us uh, maybe a big disservice and so how I plan on using this I actually had um some like flashbacks to when I was doing like more traditional sports growing up where we would have chunks of our practice on a regular basis where it was, you are going to work on this skill that you fucking suck at. (laughs) Um, For me, at least it was fucking suck, suck at. And like soccer, it was being able to do stuff with my left foot. And it wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, we're just gonna do random stuff with your left foot. It was like, okay, you want to be a striker, which means that you need to be able, or like a forward, you need to be able to get the ball into the goal with either foot. Like you can't only be able to kick it with your right foot. Like you need to be able to get it in with your left foot. Like wherever you are in the field and so we would have cones set up like throughout where you would commonly shoot for a goal and you could only do it with your left foot and your coach would watch you your teammates would watch you um obviously you would watch did the ball go in the goal or not like were you successful or not and they would give you feedback on like oh you like stutter steps and so that's why that was weird or you didn't follow through with your leg all the way or you planted weird or whatever and we would cycle through and then you would go the next time you would go same spot same run up try to kick the ball better than you did the last time um when i threw the javelin in track that same thing like there's um a lead up to being able to throw there's a set of steps right before you throw that need to be on because if you fuck those up you're not gonna be able to throw the spear as far and the number of fucking repetitions with like just nitpicky fucking feedback that i got from my coach to try and make those be better um happen on a regular basis and i don't get that feedback as much in poll um which is like a fine thing right if i'm not trying to get better at any aspect of any any part of anything then like okay whatever i don't really need that feedback but um i like getting better at things i want to be good at what I do. And so I want to spend some more time working on that in the future. And how I'm envisioning using this for myself, because I don't train with other people very often, is picking a skill and picking a certain aspect of a skill that I'm going to focus on for that training session, and then film myself doing an attempt, go back, watch the video, look at, you know, whatever aspects I'm trying to look at, and then do it again, 
and go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth so that I can get a little bit better every single attempt, hopefully, and then overall build my skill set. And what's coming up for me right away is there was, I actually finally took a pole class since I moved here. Um, yay for me. I was actually really anxious to take a pole class um, for some reason, but that's neither here nor there. We can talk about it maybe at some point. Anyways, I went to a choreo class and there was a really cool one leg kind of split handstandy thing and then we ended up dropping into a shape on the floor and when I watched the videos back like I was doing it I felt good I was like this is gonna be so fucking cool like I'm gonna post this to Instagram like I love this my pivot put my my pivot foot my planted foot being able to roll onto the edge of my platform to like lower down to the floor. My ankle was doing this really wonky, like not cute thing. And I really want to work on it because it's one in a lot of different other low flow skills. And I didn't realize it was as awkward as it was. And then two, I really liked this little like part of the combo. So that like control, the ankle roll control is going to be something that I'm going to very deliberately practice the next time I train. With this style of practicing, this deliberate practice, the goal is to not necessarily feel good or be successful at it. It's to do something that you currently struggle at and get a little bit better at it. Like it's working on our weaknesses, like very, very specifically. And where I think this could benefit a lot of pole dancers is we tend to focus on things that we know we can do especially once we're out of the very beginner aspect of pole dance where everything's really hard and we don't really know how to do anything. Eventually we start to have tricks or skills where we know we can get into them with relative ease. And so those become the things that we continue working on because we know that they're easy and we can do them and like we can make them look good. But if we want to be a robust pole dancer and we want to be able to flow in and out of things, we want to have the broader skill set only doing things that we know we're good at is not going to help us become a better pole dancer. Sorry. Um, And I bring this up because I have spent a lot of time um, in like, in a pole, in a wide variety of different pole studios, open studios, at classes, watching people when they're allowed to just like freely move, they have a set of things that they they do only, right? Like they have their like go-to things that they know that they are really good at. And those are great. And I love that for you. But if we want to get better at things, we need to focus on the stuff that we're not necessarily the great at, that great at. This doesn't always need to be our focus, but it needs to be built into our like training, our practicing on a regular basis. Or, always an or, you have to accept that if you're only doing the things that you know you're good at, that you're not going to necessarily see progress at, in other aspects of your training and you get to forever make that decision on how you spend your time and your energy it's your body it's your life but I also talk to a lot of people who are frustrated that they don't feel like they're making progress they don't look the way that they want their pole dancing to look like aesthetically or physically or their skills that they want to be able to work on but then they never actually work on the building blocks that they need or like the weakness parts in whatever aspect of their training is not letting them do what they want to do they don't work on it and then they magically want stuff to get better and that makes zero sense so yay um this style of training is not necessarily the most fun um but it does make you better in the long run when done on a consistent basis a consistent regular basis um and so i yeah have just been pondering ways to be more deliberate with my training um 
and kind of building in a a variety where I'm not only spending practice sessions doing what I enjoy, doing what I know I'm good at, um, working more towards my goals, which is going to take more deliberate practice. And this is kind of um, going into when you know that you're in a season where, you know, training either can't be a priority or like won't be a, a priority for whatever reason, the more intentional and deliberate you can be with the practice time that you have available to yourself, I think makes the most sense. Um, which is just a, like a something that I've been dealing with with my like recent kind of life things. Um, it's been training has not been my like main focus. It has been like getting settled and like I don't know processing the chaoticness that was the past like couple months of my life. And so when I have the brain space and the energy to go train, I want there to be some like benefit to it, right? Like I don't necessarily want to go in and just spend like 60 minutes at an open studio that I paid for and I'm just laying on the floor fucking around on Instagram. I want to go in with a with a goal, with some intentionality, put some deliberation around some aspect of the training. Maybe it won't be the whole hour, um, but like a portion of, of the hour so that I'm still able to make progress and not feel like this chunk of time, like I, I don't know, just like wasted, wasted my time or that I lost a lot of my um, skill set. And not that you're going to lose skill sets by taking time off. It's definitely beneficial to be able to do that. You will lose like strength and some aspects of your skills, but trying to find that balance, I guess, for myself of like, I know I'm not training how I used to or necessarily how I want to because I'm just like not in that season of life right now. But when I do go into train that I'm making the most of it with what I have available, like physically, mentally and emotionally right now. So it has me really fired up to, to start training again. To be honest, I've been in kind of a like meh period of of training and so yeah being knowing that I'm like okay I'm gonna go in and like very deliberately practice on like a certain aspect of a certain skill and that will make me feel more successful has me like really excited to train so yeah just wanted to, to throw that out there chat about it um a little bit open to hearing your thoughts around deliberate practice and deliberate training if you have thoughts on it and then I also just want to end this with um just a note on seasonality, which I got some messages from when I posted this stuff on my Instagram stories. And one of the person, one of the people that messaged me was saying that they have a hard time when they're focusing on improving things without being so like mentally hard on themselves. Um, and just kind of finding that balance can be really challenging. And how I intend on using this um, myself is having seasons where I'm going to be more focused on just enjoying moving and not really having a lot of like goals behind it. And then seasons where I'm very deliberately and intentionally working on my training. Very similar to previous episodes I've done where it's like, oh, we're going to have, you know, a chunk of time where we're focused more on skill acquisition or strength building or flexibility um, improvements. Also taking into into consideration that there may need to be some seasonality around just enjoying moving your body for the sake of moving your body and not necessarily on skill improvement um, or like gaining tricks or you know acquisition that's what I'm going like skill improvement or skill acquisition and really just um, yeah moving your body to enjoy moving your body and then 
other times when, you know, life maybe isn't so lifey for you that you can be more intentional, more deliberate with your, your training, but not necessarily doing either one of them if you have very specific goals for like very long time, like kind of allowing things to ebb and flow a little bit as your, your life does um, and not letting yourself go too far down the rabbit hole where you're like, I don't even enjoy training anymore because I'm like treating it like a chore, like a job. For most of us, this is something that we do for fun. So finding, yeah, the times where it's going to be more intentional, like a little bit more challenging, hopefully still a little bit of fun. And then other times where you're allowing it to be just more fun overall. Okay, friends, that's all I have for this um, week's podcast, a shorter one. Look at me go, me being a little more deliberate with the words that I am saying. Definitely recommend checking out the book, Grit, The Power of Passions and Perseverance, if you care about that topic of stuff. I'm literally obsessed with it. I can't wait to have my 15 minutes of reading today. Put yourself on the wait list for how to not fuck up your hips pole dancing, and I will catch you in the next one. Okay, bye.